back here. Welcome to the Fantasy Hotline. Where we talk about your wildest fantasies. Elves, <laughs> dragons, gnomes and weird systems of money. We're your hosts, Claire. <laughs> and I'm Chris. <laughs> I started laughing because um, I thought about how they talk on Love Island. Oh, me. Yeah, it's good banter. It's good banter, proper chat. Could you imagine if it cut to a scene in Love Island and they're having the exact same conversation that we're having? That we eventually have in one of of these podcasts. It's just like, yeah, and then Darrow like took over Mount Olympus. (laughs) And And I was like, right, mate. (laughs) Wait, are you you watching the new Love Island? No, I haven't started yet. The American one? No, I I saw a commercial. I heard it was not good. It's coming out in Hawaii. I mean, I probably will see it, but I'm halfway through season two, UK. And then the new season of Love Island, I'll probably try to watch when it comes out July 12th. Anyway, let's I'd get... I'd love it like, if this podcast catches on, people are like, what? Did you ever listen to Fantasy Hotline when they used to talk about fantasy novels? Oh, yeah, before they just talked about only Love Island. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're addicted to Love Island now. Yeah, they, it just went on to Love Island, so whatever. Um, yeah, so today's episode, we're talking about... Red Rising. Red Rising. Uh, by Pierce Brown. Okay, I keep thinking Pierce Brosnan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, Pierce Brosnan, <laughs> the hottest He got James fired Bond. from the 007 yeah. franchise. He's like, you know what? I'm going to write a space opera. Exactly. It's like, quick. I just keep thinking like, <laughs> Red Rising by Pierce Brosnan, actor. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now, author. I mean, the author and Pierce Brosnan don't have a ton of dissimilarities. They look, he's kind of a... Got the little swoop. Oh, I didn't look at a picture of him. Is he hot? He's a he's a cute boy, I think. Pierce Brosnan, to me, is very hot. Pierce Pierce Brown is this guy's name. He's kind of a cute boy. Oh yeah, he's he is cute. Yeah, he's got that. He was at Comic Con. Mm-hmm. I think this is a this book is like a. Uh, it's it's got a lot of oh followers. Oh my god, he's thirty three. Yeah, this book was published when he was twenty three. Oh I'm pretty sure. my god. Which which um when I first read it I was like oh full adult man writing this and then I found out it was twenty three and now when I reread it this time I was like oh he's so twenty three in this whole yeah. I know I'm only six years older than that but he's, um, there's some things that I would have written when I was in my early twenties there. I mean I really well should we just get into it? Yeah let's go. I really liked this book. Really? Yeah. Hell yeah. The whole time I was... <laughs> There's a tear in Chris's eye yeah, right now. Yeah, a single tear. The whole time I was listening to it, I was like, oh, she's going to hate that part. Oh, no. <laughs> that part. She's going to hate that. She's going to hate that character for sure. <laughs> Can't believe they said that. Why would he say that? That's going to be so offensive for no, sure. No, no. Come yeah. on, man. Give me some credit. I do give you credit for sure. But now I just got a little more. Yeah, definitely. You're like, she has short bangs and a nose ring. Mm-hmm. But she <laughs> isn't mad at the book. <laughs> <laughs> You're judging me based on those things. Yeah, um, she's got bangs and a nose ring, but she's not mad at a book. She's cool, man. Yeah, actually, I'm really freaking <laughs> hip. Um, okay, what's your what's your like one sentence summary? Um, a uh, a man is his <laughs> good good start. Yeah, a it's uh, a man period. A young man's life is torn apart, and he's given the chance to tear the system that tore his life apart apart. It's like a fantasy novel, kind of, but mm-hmm. there, but with our shared history. Yeah, so it's like um, a mass. Humans have expanded all over the planet. There's no aliens or anything, which mm-hmm. I was kind of like interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they show up in the later books because this is the beginning of a trilogy. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's, it's a massively intense caste system. Really intense, and yeah. it's based on colors. Which it's funny to me because I thought <laughs> maybe he had the idea for this book. There's like a little. Kind of, almost like a joke to a reader you know he's like 
one character is cautioning Darrow, the main character, against doing something, and he's like, don't do that. It would be off color. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's such a funny turn of phrase. Like, I wonder if literally he just had a you know, a little exclamation point over his head and was like, what if I built a space opera around this funny little joke I have? <laughs> Off color, my God, there's nothing People here. could make colors and the different colors are bigger than the other colors. <laughs> I know, trying to ex- imagine him explaining this to like a publisher, be like, okay, so he's a red and at the top are golds and then right under that are like silvers and obsidians and then, wh- and then whites, there's whites. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only time we talk about race, baby. That was so funny. Every color is like, blue there's blues and greens and violets and obsidians and uh brown then there's then there's whites and browns just thrown in there i know that was something i know i mean i'm curious on your take also i read this book so fast that i could have missed some of the character descriptions but it really felt like the race was not discussed whatsoever no no they like mention casually they'll be like oh he had copper skin color like yeah like tactus is a character and they kind of like quickly or like and taxes is black moving on like Mm -hmm. or like you know some character has coiled hair and i'm like okay they have like braids mm -hmm. in or or Mm -hmm. something like that yeah they don't it rate it's like it's like uh past all that it's more divided by like because every human is genetically modified basically yeah that's the other thing so 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 like there's no robots humans are just serving every layer of Mm -hmm. mechanical possibilities like so like reds are like mining tools basically Mm -hmm. and then like your blues they're like pilots and robots your color Humans. determines everything about you. Yeah. The job you can have, mm-hmm. like your your role in society. It's just like mm-hmm. a really intense caste system, basically. Yeah. And at the top of it are golds, which yes. are like th- these weird sycophants who've just decided that their whole space society is going to model ancient Rome, Greece. Yes, there's so much. Every Everyone's named like Antonia or yeah. Cassius mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, Ca- or like... Did you read any Greek myths growing up? Um, not a whole lot, no. But this book, actually, when I read this book, I ended up reading Greek mythology. Oh, interesting. Uh, more after that. Yeah. When I was a kid, my parents would always read the Delary's book of Greek myths to me. Mm-hmm. And then it was like a picture book, and I also had it on tape. And it was just so good, and like, the illustrations are really beautiful. I and never then- read that. You should check it out. I mean, I feel like it was pretty popular, but it's also funny because it's like, yes, then Athena slayed all his sons for the offense of looking at her or yeah, like yeah. Artemis, blah, 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 you know? So it's like, it's violent in the sense oh, it's yeah. like storybook violence, you know, it's not like in depth, but mm-hmm. people are getting murdered and like Zeus is like, like he wouldn't leave the water nymph alone, you know? Like, <laughs> he wouldn't leave him alone. And, and then all of a sudden she had a kid, weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like <laughs> very, very like, it cut still it, has that. So I got out Zeus. Yeah, um, don't do that anymore. Yeah, Zeus. I've heard that about Zeus that he's a bit of a philanderer. Yes, yes. It doesn't. Yeah, he's he's a bad example to the youth. Well, they're just like an intensely, like I want to say patriarchal, but the women are at this point in the society they have the golds. The women of the golds are also like fighting and killing each other. Yeah, yeah. Killing. They're the gender seems to not hold anyone back. Yeah, and they don't really care about um, if people are. I don't think they don't care about people being gay up in the goal at the top with golds, but yeah. red, but reds are very like man, woman. You yeah, get, it was, you a, get it was heteronormative. Quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, they explain more of that in the books. So it's like a way of controlling them where it's like when you're a gold, you're at the top, so you can do whatever you want exactly. all the time. Um, oh yeah. There's pinks, which are basically a, a group of humans that are just sex workers, sex workers. Basically. I'm like, okay, he's 23. He's like, 
What's yeah. pink? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, no, I know what no. that is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Flesh. Um, <laughs> Flesh, yeah. And so, yeah, basically, Darrow is um, at the very beginning, he goes through his his wife gets killed in front of him and then he um does the what you're not supposed to do and he takes his wife's body down that's being hung up in the mm-hmm. mine it's kind of an example and they're also all told they're so darrow's a red at the very start yeah and red's the lowest color mm-hmm. and they're like farmers and miners and some of them are so like low that they don't even know that there's an other like worlds like they all they're all fooled into thinking that they're like pioneers making mars safe yes and so the the, i would say the book kind of follows like this three-act structure i guess or like i I, this is how i thought about it in my head it was Mm -hmm. like the first chunk is meeting darrow like intense perspective of like the red society what it's Mm -hmm. like the Mm -hmm. middle is like his transformation and going to the institute and the end is like the passage to the game yeah yeah would you say yeah so i i loved yeah i loved like learning about the like um, the mining culture and, and yeah, it's like not only are the golds oppressing them by making them do all this work, they're being told that they are, they have this like um, myth essentially, like um, a Greek myth, yeah. that they are the pioneers for society and yep. they are mining all this stuff so that humanity can expand to the surface. Yeah, because Earth is ruined and they all need to expand to Mars. But then Darrow, long story short, Darrow um, has his death faked for him basically he becomes a pawn yeah they and they um end up rebirthing darrow and making and carving him is the term mm-hmm. into a and the, the they is this movement called the sons of Ares, which is kind of cool because you get like the greek versus roman nomenclature mm-hmm. yeah. of the gods yeah he's kind of willy-nilly with that it's it, they bleed they, yeah it's not so strict <laughs> yeah, if you don't know the delineation which i don't i'm mm, just kind of like they're I'm all a scholar they're all roman greek people um, sorry, that was probably offensive. Anyway, um, <laughs> that was offensive. A- to the ancient, ancient Rome um, has kind of ancient in front of it, yeah. so I think you're good. <laughs> There's someone in 500 uh, AD Rome. Really going, mad. How dare he? Really mad. Um, so, but anyway, so he's carved into he he's carved into, which means he's like genetically modified and surgically enhanced mm-hmm. in, into a gold. So he goes from the bottom tier to the top tier, and his mission from the sons of Ares is tear the whole society apart. Yeah. Try, get in there, become a, a leader of their society, and then we're gonna blow it up. And then we're gonna blow it up somehow. I thought it was a really interesting world building. Like it felt really original and different mm-hmm. from other fantasy novels that kind of follow this sort of like dystopian framework, like mm-hmm. it, like being in space and and you know the lies that they're getting told, and also like all the tech and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I did feel like. Once he gets extracted by the sons of Ares, so he's like, he's dra- he's drugged before he's hung. Yeah, so it seems like he's killed. And he thinks he's ha- dying yeah. too. I don't get he- how drugs can make a hanging not kill you. It seems very physical versus chemical, but. But doesn't he, doesn't he, doesn't his uncle like stop someone from pulling down his feet? Yeah. Also, this book is so dark. Like, I would mm-hmm. say that's the biggest, like, the violence hits you right away. Yeah. Like, people are getting like like whipped they're yeah. like to die on mars like your loved ones like have to pull on your feet yeah because if you get hung it's the gravity's too low and it kills you for like five minutes or something mm-hmm. so if you like as an act of mercy to your family member you go and you pull their ankles down to snap their so neck. fucking grim yeah, dude super grim so anyway he has to do that to his wife <laughs> yeah oh my god at the very beginning and then he's th- basically he's as a gold you go into this thing called the institute which is like only elite of the elite get invited mm-hmm. to go to this like basically war school. Yeah, to so become a peerless scarred. Mm-hmm. And so it's like they value beauty so much, but if you're the 
top of the top of a gold, mm-hmm. you carry one single scar on mm-hmm. your face. Down your cheek, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which is kind of badass. Kind of badass, cool. yeah. So they're all trying to earn earn their scars, is what the term is for it. And wait, we have to talk about something really important, which is his wife is killed. Yeah. But yeah. Sons of Ares hacks the system and broadcasts her. She's killed because she's taking the punishment. And then she starts singing this song. Oh yeah, that's like the miners' like song, and it's a band. It's a band song, and it's like all about like yeah, they it, yeah, it's a it's an illegal song, and it's all about like breaking the chains. Yes, and so she sings it on national or like global or interstellar yeah. television. Yeah, yeah, and um, it gets broadcast, and so um, she becomes a martyr mm-hmm, and a big symbol, and and then Darrow. Yeah, is for yeah. is basically forced to carry out her dream because he w- the whole time he's like, I know, I just want to be like a miner and have like, I kids, love you so much. and I don't want to do anything complicated. And she's kind of like, no, babe. break, babe. The, babe, 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 break the chains, babe, babe, we and gotta break the chains, babe. babe. Yeah, live for more, babe. <laughs> yeah, come on, babe. And then so yeah, basically Darrow's forced to adopt this dream, and he goes into the institute, which is all these golds versus all these golds. So it's like. It basically turns into like genetically modified Hunger Games. Yes. Okay. So this is what I was so curious to talk to you about because mm-hmm. the book was like I was like yes, yes, yes. This is so great. And then I, I felt like there's this moment where he he's in getting carved and the you know they're genetically modifying him. He's learning all this stuff. Yeah. And you're getting a lot of exposition about what the world is like, sort of, or mm-hmm. what's going to happen to him. But it started the plot to me started to kind of fall flat. Like I kind of felt like oh I've I've been here before. Yeah, I know. Like, this is when Katniss goes to tour the other, like... Completely. You the know, districts. whatever. Districts. And yeah. then I looked it up, and this book came out two years after Hunger Games. Yeah. So it's like, obviously, he read this and was like, what if there's a guy? No, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. no. P- I, Pierce, I'm kidding. I do, I do agree that it, it's... So I really like this whole series, but mm-hmm. this is, like, always the hurdle. Like, this yeah. book is the worst book in the series. It, he wrote it when he was younger, and it, like... It's just, yeah, it's very Hunger Gamesy and um very like um ho- like there's hogwarts just the whole school teenager you, it, it, the, it gets tropey sort yeah, of it's, it gets really tropey really quickly but it's like yeah but it's like it's it's darker than hunger games probably yes. is and it there's like more of the again trigger warning there's there's rape and stuff and it's like um i was thinking about beth stelling has a great joke on her special where she like uh, well, part of it is like she just says the word rape, like rape, like in a Scottish, <laughs> Scottish accent. She's like, it's just easier. And I'm like, yeah, she's right. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Um, there, yeah. In this one, it is all, it's there too. But I feel like the big, yeah. if the if the third main character in Oathbound was um, the R word, then this one, it's slavery. I feel like they're all like the whole end game of the Institute is you become what's called primus and mm-hmm. every and you're everyone's divided into 12 houses and darrow's put into the marsh the mars house mm-hmm. which is based off the mars god not the planet yeah um and all the houses are based off of um roman myths now mm-hmm. it, like diana mm-hmm. and um mars and juno and pluto and, Ap- and apollo mm-hmm. And so everyone's divided into these houses each house has like a proctor yeah which is a purely scarred who was already in that house during their time at the Institute. And so Severo's, or sorry, I almost said Severo. Um, <laughs> so basically a bunch of cast of characters are introduced in Mars. Severo is one of the main. Yeah, I love him. He's really cool. Cassius is a, a pretty cool at first. And Roke and other. There's just like said? a ton. Yeah, there's so many names. And so it, it also this part, like I would say that it gets, 
for me, the book picked back up again when they get into the Institute mm-hmm. because he has to murder. He's put in a room and he's not allowed to leave until yeah. someone dies. Yeah. And it's like him and a weaker person. And so they're part of, they have one day that's like all fun and games at the Institute. And, and they then, like show him around. And, and it's like, la la la, this weekend, you're going to learn stuff here. Yeah. And then it's not like that. And then immediately everybody is matched up in a dark room against somebody else. And it, they, they're so 50% of the people are killed immediately, immediately by their fellow students. It's called the passage. And so and that of course strips them of innocence immediately. Yes. And this is kind of like a fun, like not fun, but like, you know, as a red Darrow has already experienced so much pain and trauma that he's mm-hmm. kind of like mentally prepared for this in a way the others are not. Mm-hmm. But, um, he has to kill like this sweet, kid who we've been introduced to in the book and and it, yeah. it was really sad to me when he had to kill julian i yeah. was like oh my god and then we also find out that julian is cassius's, cassius's brother yeah and cassius is like already pegged as like oh that guy's a bad, he's a badass like he's like yeah he's yeah. front so Ca- cassius essentially is also um darrow's friend and mm-hmm. so they kind of you see like the way the power works is that everyone gets scarred everyone you you set up like mm-hmm. the um like intergenerational like feuds essentially by this for some reason well it's like a sick school to try to make leaders but in that in that making leaders they're trying to continue the feuds you know what i mean they're like yes this is like a leader school we're trying to train the next leaders of our society here but we also need to make sure that they have the same enemies we have like the Bolo- I agree. the Bolognas and the Augustuses all hate each other. Yeah, what you kind of realize? Well, I can't, I'm excited to talk about this, but it's more towards the end, so I'm mm-hmm. just I'm just gonna wait. No, yeah. So anyway, they they go through the passage and House Mars is like they keep repeating that their house is like always like a brutal house, but they never make it very far. Mm-hmm. And they show that immediately. There's this guy Titus, and he's like a horrible person. He's a clearly like just kind of a psychopath he's using um he's doing some major genghis khan methods of war yeah and so this is where rape gets introduced like really Mm -hmm. intensely which i thought Mm -hmm. was also like i mean it's it's it was kind of nuts like i wouldn't i didn't feel like bad reading it necessarily he does not go into details no it's like very clear like he's basically as part of the war game you can kidnap other people and make them your slave he's just he's doing when when his faction is doing that they're like raping essentially their peers. Yeah. I was like, God, this is yeah. like, I mean, and it's made it clear that Titus is like specifically the the instigator of this. It's not necessarily like a yeah. common thing that mm-hmm. has happened. It's like, he's disgusting. Yeah. Like the house is split between Titus and Darrow and Darrow's kind of like the, Hey, we're brutal and, and ruthless, but we're doing it with some honor. Yeah. And then Titus is like, no rules. We do whatever we want. There's yes. spo- there's spoils of war. I you like, take your spoils of war. You're a bad person. You're this. You win this by being the worst. Yes. And the conflict here, I did not mind. I thought this was like as a plot point was interesting, but it took so fucking long to resolve. There was like mm-hmm. there was like these whatever chapter from when they get there until they finally kill Titus took way too long. Almost for me. too long for that. Cause it, it was, was so, so confusing. It was so like, it was so unimportant to, to the overall, Yeah, he, to unite his house. And then, and then he went on to like have to fight full other houses. And he would, had like, it didn't even matter. He couldn't even unite his house. Yeah. Cause they, ended up getting, I just felt like, okay, like this is just the, the momentum like totally died for me there. Mm-hmm. And also he's introducing like, you know, all these terms like low draft, high draft, like yeah. ion sword, this thing, it's this, it's this. I was like, I just, at that point, I just was like, I'm not paying attention to what any, any of these weapons are because yeah. they're like, you're telling me 15 Be- different ones every page. I and just because there's more important 
yeah less important at the same time like he gets bogged down by a lot of details i feel like he also does like nicknames of groups of like yes. all he's like they're the howlers and the blood blacks blood bats yeah, like, and, oh. and and the dead horses and like yes. and the mustangs and, and it's like i looked at a tree and those are the i looked at the tree guys like yeah. it's just like, everyone there's too many cool little squadron names yeah i get that that's really cool and fun and like makes your book more, feel more badass mm-hmm. but it's also like i'm really tired i know i can't keep track of all of this so eventually what happens is that darrow's betrayed and like mm-hmm. a really obvious trap. This is also kind of kind of part of the time where I was like, okay, you're not trusting anybody, but then all of a sudden you're like trusting everyone. Yeah, yeah. And also, okay, what did you think about this? In the beginning, they're like, you don't need to kill the other people. You can enslave them. Like mm-hmm. you should not be killing people. Right. Medbots will come no matter what. Yeah. And by the end of this book, I'm like, they have killed everyone. Everybody, everyone, yeah, they're like. like everyone yeah. is getting killed all the time. I was like, I know. so it's kind of like, why? He's in. Even say there was an inconsistency that I was like, "Mm, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, keep going. You were talking about you're advancing us through the plot. Oh yeah. Okay. So Darrow gets betrayed, almost murder. Guess who saves him? This girl named Mustang, who Mm -hmm. he's met earlier, and they took over her house. But um, oh, he's betrayed by Cassius, by the way. Yes. Oh, important. There's a lot of buildup, and Cassius and him, Darrow, become really close. And then Cassius finds out through the proctors that the proctors kind of cheat and show Cassius a, a video of Darrow killing his brother. Mm-hmm. And Cassius is like, well, I trusted you. Like, you made me think someone else killed Julian, and now I've got to kill you. So he stabs him, and then, yeah, he Darrow's nursed back yeah. to health by Mustang. Oh, sorry. Which I think to me introduces, like, the maybe this is, like, overthinking it, but... Darrow's whole thing and what the journey he goes on from this point when he becomes like an outcast of the mm-hmm. game, like, um, and meets up with uh, other people who mm-hmm. have like left their houses or whatever. Yeah, because you can, if you get captured and not killed, you're made into a slave. Yeah. And some people are like, fuck that, I'm not being a slave either. And they just escape. And they run away. And, and, um, their whole thing is they start to unite through like common sense of purpose Mm -hmm. and they get mad at the system. Mm -hmm. They don't get mad at other people. And so Mm -hmm. the big difference there is Cassius, you know, what if he had been in the room with Julian, he would have to kill his brother too. And so it's like Cassius is more feeble minded or whatever. He's, he, I don't know if that was ableist, but he's getting mad at, um, Darrow for doing what he had to do, the choice the system made Mm -hmm. him make that Mm -hmm. Cassius also had to make instead of getting mad at the system that would put his brother in that position. Cassius is just like a a very simple black and white. Yeah. Like he's good. He's very much a good and evil, still believes in fairy Mm -hmm. tales type of guy. So if someone kills his brother, no matter what, he's going to kill them. He has to kill them. Yeah. 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 So. So this is when the book got good again to me is when Mm -hmm. Minerva, or not Minerva, she's House Minerva, Mustang, and I hit the mic, okay, we're back. Yeah, first headbutt of the day. Okay. (laughs) Um, Mustang and Darrow team up, Mm -hmm. and they got crushes on each other. Oh, yeah, they're they're crushing hard. First, she nurses him back to health. Then he's like, let me do a little nursing of my own, because she... She gets sick just as soon as he gets better. So they're up in the highlands nursing each other, which that'll make anybody want to go. Milk all around. And so. (laughs) A very polite sex. Yeah. Yeah. And then they went, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Good seeing about. (laughs) That was very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tip of the hat to you, m'lady. And so, yeah, they, they gather like an army of people. They're like, you won't be slaves. Yeah, they they yeah. they earn people's trust, mm-hmm. and then they free them from the. They start breaking all the rules of the game. Yeah, 
which is cool mm-hmm. as hell. It's very cool. And we find out that the proctors have all taken bribes so that mm-hmm. this spooky guy, the jackal, mm-hmm. who is the son of the arch whatever the hell. Arch the, governor of Mars. The, who in, killed Eo's who, who killed, killed Eo, which is um, Darrow's wife. wife. Yeah, so the guy who killed Darrow's wife, his son, is basically, they were set in opposites. And then he finds out that the proctors have been guiding the their, you know, their governor's son. It makes sense that it would be rigged. Yeah, so the, he, they found their out, leader. Yeah. yeah, they find out the game's rigged, and that's when Darrow goes sicko mode, mm-hmm. and he's like, "We are going to fucking destroy the whole mm-hmm. game." Kind yeah, of. he's the, yeah. They're basically like, "We're not fighting each other. We're gonna get other all these other students on our side, and then we're gonna go kill fight fight the Proctors." Mm-hmm. Which was like hell yeah. When they got to that point, mm-hmm. that was so nice. Oh, it was so cool. And this by this time, like Severo is like such a cool character. He, he was just like. Yeah, he's a little weird, and he's going off. Mm-hmm. He's going off into the woods, and is like living as a wolf for yeah. like ninety eight percent of the book. And they like book. casually mention they're like, "Is he tripping on mushrooms?" And yeah. he's like, "Yeah, I'm on mushrooms, <laughs> mate." <laughs> like, he like, sh- yeah. And so he's got no eye. There's also a guy named Pax. When he died, that was really. Oh sad. my god, I got so sad when Pax died. I'm mm-hmm. honestly like <laughs> going through this plot. I'm like, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. It's like so many switches, and it's. Oh, it's I, know. It, I felt like it was. I had no problem following it in the book. Just. Mm-hmm. Re- rehashing it is, i'm just like oh my god yeah, yeah you're like wait no this happened yeah it's like fucked up chess yeah well okay and then so basically so regular chess okay regular <laughs> chess, like um harry potter chess or whatever it is uh when they have to wizard chess the wizard okay. chess is that what it's just called i think it's just you know jk rowling she got said tired that she was like you know she said that the wizards and harry potters didn't have toilets they would just like a, a like a vat like apparate their poop somewhere else or something oh okay i was like you need to shut just, the fuck up <laughs> just make him have toilet <laughs> it's like it's okay dude it's okay they can shit it's fine <laughs> <laughs> wizards poop too yeah it's like what are they doing just like squatting in the middle of a ball like oh got to take a piss yeah jk rowling was like actually they don't piss or shit fuck you God, she's so annoying she's a nightmare woman <laughs> yeah um and the trans experience. Yes, exactly. Like, She's a turf. Yeah. She's an annoying turf. Um, yeah, so she, anyway, so yeah, basically, they end up conquering all the other houses, and then they decide, "Fuck this, we're going to go straight to Olympus." The only houses they don't conquer are Darrow's own Mars, Mars and Pluto, where the jackal is. And they don't need to conquer Mars. By the time Darrow gets back there, Cassius has run things in the ground. Everyone's so happy to see him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're all pumped, and then. This is an annoying part, but I guess he kind of like calls himself on it. Mustang gets taken, kid, she gets kidnapped. So mm-hmm. the final scene is a damsel in distress thing where he's. It like, didn't bother me. I know, I know, but it bothered l- you on the reread. I was like, oh, come on, but it's a little obvious. Yeah, yeah, it's like the one thing that he needed to finally be like, that's it. I'm gonna go kill all the proctors. Yeah, and so he does. He goes up there and he. He doesn't kill them all, but they by... They take him captive. Yeah, by power of numbers. It's 50, yeah. to, 50 to 1 at yeah. this point, basically. And and then he does end up killing Apollo. How many kids do you think there were there in total? Um, I think 120, and then... Wait, there's 100 in like, each, there's like, 100 in many, each house. Oh, so there's a lot of kids. There's 100 in each house before the passage, and then there's 50 in each house. So it's 50 times 12. 600? Yeah, 600 kids. I'm so fucking smart. Dang, that I, I was quick. Did, I just did that. So yeah, there are 600 kids, so Darrow's in... And basically, they, they take over Olympus. Darrow rescues Mustang. Yeah. And then his proctor, Darrow's proctor, 
um, Flitchner. I loved yeah, him. Yeah, he uh, Fitchner. Oh, whoops. I like the extra L in Flitchner. there. <laughs> Flitchner. I don't know. What's it's going always on, fun because because I feel like I because I I do audiobooks and you read and then yeah, the audiobooks the big I, divide. I feel like the audiobooks the author's probably like no you say the name that way. Yeah, so, but I just add an L. Um, that's kind of an all my own brain. So I get I get my I get the real pronunciations, and then you get the fun part though, because I feel like that was half the fun of of reading books is just being like, and eh, I'll say it however I want. <laughs> Fuck you. I look yeah. at the shape of that word, and that's fucking flitch. Yeah, I was like, this is a rhombus word, so yeah. I add an L. <laughs> yeah, how do you say his name? Is it Darrow Al Andromedus? I truly have just been like, he's Darrow, and I I like. I, <laughs> okay, um, major Chris kick. Just, Chris has actually kicked the mic stand. Um, We're good. I, I kind of like glaze over when I was reading it all the different Roman pronunciations. I know because I'm not gonna remember them. I'm like, oh, whatever. You're all whatever. Blah mm-hmm. blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um, first names is good for me. Yeah, just Darrow Mustang. All right, we're good. Sa- yeah, Darrow Mustang Savro. That's all you need to remember. Yeah. Oh, I love Savro so much. He's so he's a feisty little fella. And so they, she, he sends um his crush to go take down the jackal and then Fitchner reveals, dude, you're about to get betrayed mm-hmm, because, because that's cr- his twin sister. Yeah, your crush is the jackal's twin sister and the daughter of the guy who killed your wife. But here's the thing. She kind of drops these hints about a brother and how her brother died and families mm-hmm. change and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. she, had a, she had a brother who died. But in a way, it seems like the jackal's so sociopathic and crazy. He dropped a mine. They ate people to survive. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's he's sick. Mm-hmm. People are, like, missing fingers and stuff in his camp. You know, he's... He cuts he, off his own hand. Yeah. They end yeah. up trapped. That's a little... We skipped over that part, but that's when Pax dies. The jackal kills yeah. him. Anyway, after cutting off his own hand. It's pretty intense. And so... I was kind of thinking when I, you know, when the, it, the bombs dropped, essentially, that it's his twin sister. I'm like, mm-hmm. I think she's thinking about how she has no brothers at all anymore. Yeah. Because the Jack, I mean, would you want to grow up with a brother like that? Not at all. No, no, me, no, me, me neither. neither. Yeah. Me no, <laughs> me, no, no. I, love, I, I don't want a brother like I that. I love my brother. <laughs> this is going to be baby voice. <laughs> I love you, my brother. <laughs> um, sorry, that's actually how he, never mind. We, oh. He had a speech impediment. Oh, Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now it sounds like it's kind of like... Cute. Now it's gone. He doesn't have a speech he's impediment. A, and, he's and a full adult like man. A, is it like a sweet thing where you like say it to each other or that you're just truly making fun of him? I feel like he's... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think at this point he's fine with it. But when he first was like over the speech impediment, he was like, don't mention it. I'm fucking... <laughs> I conquered that. Bring it up again. I'll fucking kill you. My brother, when my dad is British and every time we go to England... My brother will start talking in a British accent. He like yeah. can't help it. I don't know what it is, but yeah, that'll happen. He, I like teased him once for, and he got so angry at me. That, that happens to me, kind of. <laughs> I don't even mean to. I like, I'll do it. Like, and I'll be like talking to someone who like English is their second yeah. language, and I start like kind of doing their accent back to them. Well, and I like, think that's a normal human thing. It's like yeah. we mirror each other to be more comfortable. Yeah, it's bad. It, I met it, I met someone who did a semester in Ireland. And then they came back oh, and they're, they came back and they're like, yeah, I was in over in Ireland and now we've got this crazy accent. And I'm like, you're fuck, fuck you. That <laughs> like, is that's, so funny. that's not how you talk. I studied abroad. Did you know? Mm-hmm. I was in Ireland and now we've got an Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Um, but yeah, so we we're leaving him hanging here. We Mustang goes and there's no betrayal. Yeah. She shows up and, and I remember reading this part and being like, Darrow, you dumbass. Mm-hmm. She's not going to, fucking betray like Mm -hmm. she has been nothing like i mean it's obviously i mean i can't talk um he has clearly changed as the game has changed him Mm -hmm. like there's a huge chunk where we barely hear about eo Mm -hmm. you know and then 
she comes back to him in mm-hmm. his dreams when he kind of leaves House Mars mm-hmm. and is with um, Mustang. With 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 Mustang, which is really sweet. And, and then the guilt kind of eats at him a little bit. Yeah, but you also like he kind of remembers who he is. Like he's obviously gone through this insane physical change, and now mm-hmm. he's like mentally changing too. And he kind of like is worried about you know getting betrayed, and he has all these. He's just more jaded, I guess, mm-hmm, by mm-hmm. the end of the book, and mm-hmm. he's like more a gold mm-hmm. than not. Yeah, to I know. Me. I know that becomes a big battle for him in the later books. There's mm. there are four more. Four? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought it was a trilogy. Yeah, there's a trilogy, and then it starts again ten years after the trilogy. Oh God! With and that one's really cool because there's multiple point of views. Oh, that's nice. Like Mustang is one of the point of view characters. Mm-hmm. Darrow is one of them. And then I can't give any others away because it'll it's spoilers. Okay, I get it. Um, I feel like um the way he wrote this book was like every sentence was very short. Mm-hmm. Like it's I, like chop 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 chop. I kind of liked it. Same. It was Spartan. It was yeah. Spartan. Some some books I'm like okay dude like we, we get it you know yeah. you know all the big words like mm-hmm. cool maladroitly mm-hmm. do I need to hear that word <laughs> no, again? I do not know what that means. That means you like land in a crouch. What? Yeah, he's like he landed maladroitly. It's That's basically insane. like it's, it's basically at you. Just it's like athletically for f- fucking that is the nerds. M- that is the most mismatched. I'm cutting you off because I'm so mad. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the most mismatched word to the definition I've ever experienced. Well, you know who you should be mad at is Brandon Sanderson <laughs> because he uses that book in every one of his books. He he uses that book in every one of his books. Word. I'm good. I'm good with the words. He, well, Brandon Sanderson is like one long syllable, like syllabic phrase. Brandon Sanderson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so what happens is Mustang brings back her brother over uh, her horse, naked and bound. And, yeah, I wanted to know what she did. Uh, that, that was like, I was like, what the heck did she do? I know that was kind of a that was kind of a plot. I w- I wish we could could have been like quick jump over to Mustang and see how she fucking yeah. did that. Cause she's badass. She's super cool. I would have definitely said cut 90% of what happens between Cassius and Titus and yeah. Darrow. And then give us a little bit more at the end because I felt like the last chunk of them, Olympus, the betrayal, and then ended up, you know, his, what he happens to him after the game mm-hmm. happened so fast. Quick. My head was spinning. Yeah. he. So yeah, basically what happens at the end of the game is all of the, all of the, leaders of mars come down and start accepting you know fealty and like they offer apprenticeships to people who performed admirably admirably in the institute yeah so the game is essentially and over Darrow wins so he's yeah. got the first pick of the draft and essentially it's like football mm-hmm. this, this book is about fantasy football yeah so um, darrow goes number one overall to arch governor nero Al augustus, augustus who murdered his wife yes and he makes him pick on the spot mm-hmm. he's like you choose now boy and he's like okay and you know he has he has conflict about choosing it but i thought this is exactly kind of what mm-hmm. the son of Air, sons of aries would want is what? that he gets so in close with the guy who's in charge of mars who can then yeah. free all the reds on mars yeah he sidles up to the most powerful guy on the planet Yes, immediately, and, and who also happens to be the dad of his new girlfriend and the jackal, whose hand he cut off, enemy whose hand he cut off. Yeah, and it sets up pretty great for a second book. So next, we'll be reading. No, I'm oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, oh God, this. Oh wait, something I wanted to talk about is mm-hmm. that I honestly they. So there's a the way they dealt with Titus when they they execute him. He has Cassius execute him for mm-hmm. raping everyone, mm-hmm. and then later. Oh, we he, find out that Titus. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, no, I was gonna say that um, later when they take over the series fort, mm-hmm. that um, 
his tactus, who mm-hmm. is like his one of his soldiers, tries to rape this other girl because mm-hmm. he got into a fight. It's like a show of power, like a spoils of war. Yeah, and it obviously it barbaric. They, he gets stopped, but mm-hmm. they're like, "How do we punish him?" Mm-hmm. Well, he's at, he, first of all, he asked the um, the woman he tried to assault, like what she would want to do, and she's like, "Nothing." Yeah, which I thought was really interesting because in a parallel to like real world, it's like the sending someone to jail, like one doesn't rehabilitate them like mm-hmm. obviously if someone's a danger to other people like you know get them, out of get them away mm-hmm. but like in a restorative justice framework really what you would do is try to make the other other person have empathy understand what they did wrong and never do it again right and like anyway i just thought it was really interesting because he ends up not killing this guy beating him in front of everyone it sets off everyone being angry but then he then also takes the punishment and it, yeah. and it kind of helps form this collective and i'm not going to say like oh my god it was such like a revolutionary depiction of like crime mm. and punishment in sexual assault in fantasy mm-hmm. but i thought it was really interesting and for like a man to have written this book and like have such intense depictions of rape throughout it i did find it like a bit of a pleasant anomaly in the way mm-hmm. that it was it was handled and in the way that it like relates to yeah it wasn't what casual. i see in the real world i guess it wasn't a casual punishment either it was like no 50 lashes and then he said now you t- whip me 50 he, yeah he's like and now you whip me 50 times because i failed everybody as the leader of because this group, you did this of this group because you didn't listen to what i had to say or like yeah you, i had my rules and so now you've got to whip me 50 times and it is a it is the moment that he goes from being like kind of a leading by fear to leading by respect everyone becomes addicted to him mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god darrow yeah darrow took yeah. the lashes wow the muscular little back right oh there oh my god <laughs> but yeah so all right yeah it ends it sets up for the next one and this is what sucks about this book being the first book i see is that now we go into the whole world and mm. it's all of the planets it's not just mars no, darrow's in i'm sp- tired i'm darrow's so tired in, darrow's in space he gets to learn how to use a razor which is like the lightsaber of the of the world <laughs> it's like a whip lightsaber it's so cool and then like <laughs> like it's just all these things happen you get introduced to all these like political he, factions political factions and like groups of like knights Gris, and, like, Chris has Gris I just called you Gris um, Gris has like a massive diagram right now yeah, yeah, he's yeah. sprinting from I got a bunch side of, to side I got a bunch of red yarn yeah. <laughs> you yeah. see there's the rage knight and then there's the protean knight and then there's Aja Al Grimace that's the real bad guy you'll see her she's cool as hell and okay. then <laughs> okay, okay. No, I can't wait I like started doing the act out and then it became very much real um, um, no I, I did I did feel like I do want to I do want to read the rest of these books mm-hmm. is how I felt and you see, by the time he's like writing the fifth and sixth mm. books, you're like, these are adult books. He's you're an 30. adult. You're an adult writing these now. Like you're, they're more consistent. Mm-hmm, he's a stronger mm-hmm. writer and stuff. That's cool. Yeah, it's very cool. But oh, yeah, overall, I really like this book, and I probably wouldn't have read it. Well, mm-hmm. maybe if I was younger, I would have read it. On I know my own, it's definitely. You know? This it's like YA for sure. Yeah, this one's young, young adult, and then, and that's what I'm saying. Like by the time we get to the fourth mm-hmm. and fifth and sixth, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not quite young adult anymore. But yeah. Um, so, okay, yeah, let's so play the games. Mary, fuck, kill. Okay. I guess every should we include Darrow? I, I mean, do you want to include him? I would. All right, fine. I mean, why? Tell me your hesitation. Because he feels like he's the main, 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 main character. I think we have to include. Okay, him. Okay. All right. But so, you don't have to pick him. All right. So marry Darrow. Because he's a great husband. Uh-huh. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he's a very true. loyal partner. Simple, simple. He just wants to settle down uh-huh, with, uh-huh. with some kids. You know, it sounds good. And then um, I'd say, uh, fuck, 
Quinn. I don't know who she. She. She misses and she gets an ear cut off. She. She seems really cute. She's real like fast, and everyone talks about how hot she is. Uh, <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> and then um, I would fucking kill. I'm thinking of people who survived the book. There's so many options of people. That okay, kill. never mind. I want to marry Severo. And then I'm gonna and I'm gonna fucking um, kill Tactus just because he's annoying as hell. Yeah. And I'm still fucking. And you're Okay, so Darrow's kind of out for yeah, you. Yeah, Darrow's out. Yeah, I think Darrow's just, out for me, too. He's too mm-hmm. stressful. I mean, he's got a lot going on in his mm-hmm. head. I don't know. Severo's nice and loyal. Yes. No, see, I would. I you took my pick. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. I was going to say, like, probably, yeah, marry Severo, but he's also crazy. No, you know what? I'm Mary Mustang. Okay. Fuck Severo. She's a genius. And I would kill the... Octavia, whatever the se- the sovereign, therefore oh. ending the series <laughs> and achieving the goals, achieving, achieving the goals of the Sons of Aries. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would kill Octavia because yeah. I am a Sons of Aries. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I would kill. Um, well, that's a good choice. I know. It's I a know. Good reason. I would kill the jackal actually because yeah. he freaks me out, man. Yeah, he's scary. Did not like him at all. No, at all, actually. Not one bit. Well, yeah. So hell yeah, that's that was Red Rising by Pierce Brown. Mm-hmm. I want to know when exactly he read Hunger Games. <laughs> I know. Was it right before? He's like, I've never even heard of that book. What if he? What if he read it right after and he was like, Fuck, fuck, it. yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> like, he's like, Let me go back and add more space. He's like, Teenage dystopian death high school was my idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So for our next episodes, we're we're not doing books next yeah. episodes we're gonna do some we're gonna take a little break overall like books. talking about fantasy in general and we, some tropes and yeah. some conspiracies that we might have for certain worlds yeah something a little milky <laughs> <laughs> it's okay gonna, it's gonna get milky it's uh, gonna yeah the most disgusting sentence ever said on radio mm-hmm. it's gonna get milky it's gonna get milky. and yeah we catch us on npr yeah <laughs> It's going to catch us at, on NPR and at the Lincoln Lodge. Where, where we record. And there's shows seven nights a week here. Check them out online. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.